Visit GormanSharp.com for more information. Gorman Sharp Funeral Home, our family serving yours. This is the Elijah Har Show with Springfield's premier news analysis and opinion. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at 933KWTO and stream us on the 933 mobile app, 933 and AM560, the new KWTO. I'm never quite sure when I can come in. Uh, all right. Let's let's take a pirouette away from uh, the Washington, D.C. speakers conversation because we got to talk about what's going on, not so much in Israel, but what's going on here in America in response to Israel. We always talk about the government indoctrination centers, some people like to call schools or colleges, but it's getting out of hand, and I think this has been a moment for America to look at our colleges and say, what has what have we wrought when we created these centers? Let's play a little bit of Grady Trimble on these pro-Palestinian rallies going on at college campuses around the country. Universities, including and especially the Ivies, stand to lose quite a bit of money as a result. More billionaires are reportedly cutting or threatening to cut donations to the institutions for not doing enough to combat anti-Semitism on campus. In a letter to the president of UPenn, computer scientist and venture capitalist David Magerman says, I refuse to donate another dollar to Penn. There is no action anyone at Penn can take to change that. I'm not asking for any actions you have shown me who you are so in total opposition to that former u.s senator ben sass is now the president of the university of florida now while penn and harvard and these ivy leaguers are like oh we can't get involved and israel's kind of not so great or we got to do the both sideism ben sass from the university of florida put out a statement last week And I want to just read one portion of his statement. Quote, I will not tiptoe around this simple fact. What Hamas did is evil, and there is no defense for terrorism. That shouldn't be hard. Sadly, too many people in elite academia have been so weakened by their moral confusion that when they see videos of raped women or hear of a beheaded baby or learn of grandparents murdered in their home, their first reaction of some is to, quote, provide context, unquote, and try to blame the people that were at th- that were injured in other grotesque case- cases they express simple support for the terrorists this thinking isn't just wrong it's sickening it's dehumanizing it is beneath people called to educate our next generation of americans unquote now that's a statement and i think for these universities these ivy league schools that don't understand what is going on in the Mideast and are willing to play this game where they try to act like there's not a good guy and a bad guy, they're, they're going to reap the whirlwind, not just in their, not just in their donations. But I think long term, you're going to see a division of students that'll say, I'm not going to that university. Harvard, Yale, these schools, 
there there's no diversity of thought there. There's really no diversity there. It's a bunch of it's a bunch of legacy kids and then your quote unquote diversity of skin color people that get accepted. But there's no diversity of thought. I don't know if you saw this. There was an Asian student the other day, got a 1590 on his SAT, applied to 17 different schools, all the ILA schools, got rejected by all of them because he's not the right race that they're looking for. Really tragic situation. But I think examples like this, you're going to see a lot of Midwestern students say, I'm not going there. I'm going to give you a good story. We do map testing. This is a bit of a dad brag, but my son's pretty smart. He scored the top 7% on science. He scored the top 3% on English language arts. He scored the top 1% on mathematics. Kid is really, really smart. He's testing above a a 12th grade level, and he's in 7th grade. Smarter than me. I I, I guarantee it. Yeah, He (laughs) wants to go and be an engineer. You think there's ever a chance I'm going to say, oh, let's go look at Harvard or Yale. No, not doing it. And I'll tell you why I'm not doing it. I'm doing it, not doing it for three reasons. Number one, I'm not doing it because of their this type of situation. They can't understand evil in the world. He doesn't need to go there. Number two, I'm doing it because I'm just like, bro, you're a, you're, you're a white kid from the Midwest, and Harvard and Yale have no interest in you if, if when you're a white student that doesn't have a dad that went to their school. That's just the second, and that's just the secondary portion of this. But then number three, I don't believe they are putting out a quality academic product. The kids that go there, because there's no diversity of thought, come out with an inability to function in a modern-day world. Here's a great example of this. There's a law firm called Davis Polk and Wardell. They're a white shoe firm from New York City, one of the largest firms in the world, prestigious firm. When I was at the University of Missouri, we had a student that got a clerkship at Davis Polk, and in, it was the first student in over a decade that had gotten a clerkship there. Can you describe what white shoe oh, it's means? Super, uh, super high level. You're working with the top 10 businesses in the okay. world. It's, it's very, it's like, you know how they describe blue collar and white collar? White shoe law firms are a version of that. It's, gotcha. it's, it's, it's the, the uppities of the world. Now, um, Davis and Polk, again, when, when we clerked, when we clerked for a, um, in our, our, our summer associate jobs, we had somebody clerk there. It never happened before because they only went Ivy League traditionally. Harvard, Yale, Columbia, NYU, maybe Stanford, that, that sort of thing. Davis Polk just put out a statement yesterday that, and this is an internal statement to the law firm, but they have rescinded job offers to several law students who signed a public statement supporting Palestine in the wake of the Hamas attacks on Israel. They're the second large law firm after Winston and Strawn to do that, and they did it last week. There was at least three law students in leadership positions at Harvard University and Columbia University groups that issued statements relating to the violence of the, the Mideast. And as Davis and Polk said, these statements are simply contrary to our firm's values, and we concluded that rescinding these officers office, offers was appropriate in upholding our responsibility to a safe work environment. They didn't identify the students, but they did say that they they were not going to bring these students on board. Now, let's talk about this. If you go 
to the University of Missouri School of Law or Iowa or KU or Illinois or University of Chicago. You're not putting out statements defending terrorism. You would know better than that. But unfortunately, at schools like Harvard and Columbia, they don't teach you that, guess what? Standing for terrorism can cost you prestigious job offers. These students didn't know that. Now, again, most students at these schools are legacy admissions. They're just going to call their parents and say, hey, can you get me a job at another law firm? And that's, that's likely going to happen. But that's the third reason I don't want my kids to go to these Ivy League schools. You shouldn't have to go to a place where you don't even know whether or not you should stand, how or where you should stand on an issue of terrorism like we've got going right now. And so I, I it's this is another example of, of why we as Midwesterners, there's been these conversations about, oh, is the United States divided? Are we headed for a civil war? And Brother Noah, I say, oh, the divorce has already happened. We just need to paper the file. Our country's too divided to come back together. But I think there's smaller versions of these fissures, and they involve this university. It's one thing to say, well, they should go to a Christian university versus a state university. But the real divide is between the Ivy League or the upper cross universities and everybody else. I went to Missouri Western State University up in northwest Missouri. Uh, it's a former junior college that is now a four-year school, and it's not known for its academic excellence. It's it's open admissions. They fail a lot of kids their first semester because a lot of people go there that got a 12 on the ACT. But I will say this, everybody who went to Missouri Western graduated with a chip on their back because they felt like, whoa, everybody looks down on me because I went to a state school and I went to a school that nobody takes very seriously and I had to hustle to get into that school and I'm going to hustle the rest of my life. You go to Mizzou, you go to SEMO, you go to any of the Missouri State University, you're going to get that. But you go to these schools like Harvard and Yale that teach you to hate America and that the Midwestern is full of backwards people and the South is full of people that can't read. Well, that's that's just going to deepen the fissure, the divide in our country. And I think we as conservatives, it's time for us to take this seriously enough and say, you know what, we're 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 gonna we're not gonna bother trying to break into these Ivy League schools. And I think it's time for our presidential candidates to say, I'm not appointing any more judges from these Ivy League schools. Let's get a few more University of Colorado law students that 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 graduate top of their class and, and turn them into judges. Let's get a few more of these Pepperdine law grads then and turn them into judges. Let's get rid of this this uh, this this cartel of Harvard and Yale and NYU that dominate the judiciary and dominate the the, the legal school of thoughts because we think that they're prestigious. They're not prestigious. They don't pretend to be prestigious. There's no diversity of thought. There's nothing that is attractive about those schools to a conservative other than a 200-year-old version of themselves and an endowment that, that dwarfs anything anybody else can, can, can have. So that's my rant about Ivy League schools. And I think this pro-Palestinian, anti-Israel, we stand with the terrorists is just the latest indictment and example of how those schools are falling apart before our very eyes. Yeah, I think honestly, this this entire debacle when it comes to American students protesting on the side of Palestine and on the side of Hamas has nothing to do 
with Israel or Palestine or actually having a heart in this or a dog in this fight whatsoever. Let's be honest. These Ivy League school kids who are trust fund babies and silver spoon in their mouth and haven't been taught anything other than you're great, you're amazing, we're going to get you into the best schools possible. That's all they've been taught. And so, of course, their lives are all about them. And just like this conflict, I think this is all about them. When it comes to it, you kind of hit on this already, but these Ivy Leaguers or these professors or these high-level liberal indoctrination professionals truly believe in their heart of hearts that they are better than you, better than me, better than anybody in the 93.3 FM listening area or the 560 AM listening area, is it because we're Midwesterners? That probably has a lot to do with it. I mean, is it because we vote mainly Republican and they don't agree so they think we're dumb? Yeah, that probably has a lot to do with it. I think a lot of these Ivy League you know, freshmen through senior students at Penn or Harvard or Yale or Brown or wherever hate the fact that this is an issue that we mostly agree on. I think that they look at the Midwest, they look at Missouri, they look at Arkansas, they look at Nebraska, they look at all of these Dakotas and everywhere in the middle there and just simply base all of their opinions on, you. well, if those people believe this then I have to believe something else because these people are stupid. These people are backwards. These people are racist. These people are wrong on everything. Therefore, I don't want to be connected. I don't want to be in tether with this gross group of masses who are backwards thinking hillbillies. Therefore, if all of them are supporting Israel, I must be on the other side. It's, it's, it's not a thing about Israel is good or bad or Hamas is good or bad. It's, These support, it's kind of like the Jim Jordan situation where his supporters are the people who are turning other people off from supporting him. People, people like you and me or the listeners are supporting Israel and Ivy Leaguers or intellectuals hate us so much that they have to be on the other side. Yeah. I I think a big part of this also, you get there. The professors at these schools, especially the ones that have tenure, often the most controversial opinions that normal people in an everyday working world would not be allowed to to express publicly. But at these universities, they think they can say whatever they want. So when they endorse terrorism or they try to defend what the terrorists doing, they can just point to tenure and say, see, nobody can talk to me. This is what I can do. And I think it's it's it does it just a just a dramatic disservice to the students that claim to be getting their degrees from there, these degrees are not worth the, the you know, what they say, the, the money it costs to print them. I think we're going to see a situation where the, at some point in the next 20 years, I think the full, the, the, the entire university system is going to change over. If you look at the idea that you need to go to four years of university to prepare for a job, I think is rapidly going out the window. Trade schools are on the increase. Uh, junior colleges are on the increase and a lot of certification programs are on the increase. And so the idea that, oh, you got to kill four years of your life before you can have a bachelor's degree that probably won't get you a job is, is, is rapidly moving out the door. And particularly when some of these, some of these degrees are, are, are worthless. I think you're seeing a lot of states that are trying to move away from that, incentivizing university programs to find degrees that 
did pay for themselves fairly rapidly. And I, I, I believe that if you, if you signed a contract, you should have to pay through that contract. But there is a case to be made that college debt and the, the money that they're charging is insanely high for anything that isn't a community college. And community colleges, I don't agree with this, but they're often looked down upon. And I think that, I think that's really sad, but it's, it's, it's just the truth in a lot of situations, unless you're like very, very top of your class at the community college. And even then, it's hard to move on to another program or another university and to, to charge this much, to charge literally hundreds of thousands of dollars for a certificate that could probably be learned and earned in about six to seven weeks. And a lot of things is is sad. It's ridiculous. I mean, I might. My girlfriend's a dance major. Why is she taking math classes? Why is she taking English classes? It It's. So ridiculous. And we all know the answer. It's so the colleges and universities can charge you more. And I get trying to make a well-rounded individual. But at the end of the day, these people are adults and they can make their own decisions. I don't need to learn Western music appreciation to get a degree in communications. All right. We're out of time. We're going to come back. We're going to do our question of the day. Coming up next, what's your worst bad habit? Don't forget, coming up at 515, we're going to have Joel Cannon join us for what the hell's going on in Washington, D.C., plus our snake draft at 535. I came into this world, I was lost, not found. Did not hold me in its arms like...